And now it's time for the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, featuring health news, opinion, and insight from Wesley Chapel's concierge medicine physician, Dr. Tommy McElroy. And thank you for joining us today. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm Dr. Tommy McElroy. I'm a concierge medicine physician, and I'm a podcaster. And uh, been doing it now for about oh, three months or so, and uh, do a little bit of production. But nothing like the production of my guest today, Roy Stegman. And he is a professional producer, and he's joining us on the phone from Tampa. Roy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. Thanks for asking. You know, we were talking before you came on. You said you started off being a producer, and the way you started off, because you, you just record your own music, musical compositions. Yes. Yeah, so originally, back when I was a teenager and a musician, I uh, didn't always have a band to play with, but I had a lot of musical ideas I wanted to try out, or at least get recorded, because I also didn't know how to read and write music at the time. So the next best thing was to just record it. Sometimes that even works better than writing it to pen and paper, especially when you want to capture the vibe and don't want to get tripped up on the, uh, on the semantics or the uh, logic of writing it. Cause yeah. Yeah. What kind of music did you start off playing? Started off playing. Well, that's kind of an interesting question because I was uh, playing in one band that would play, alternative music but then I, I really wanted to play the heavier stuff like metallica and uh, and i was listening to a lot of death metal and uh, i started also listening to a lot more uh, of the metal that was coming out of europe that was a uh, little more uh, complex and and diverse and also i still had an affinity for uh, for electronic music in fact there was one point where i at the same time i got uh, tools lateralis mm-hmm. and i and I got Bunker Vogt, which was more uh, uh, German industrial. And I started liking Bunker Vogt more than, uh, more than Tool because the sounds were more diverse. So when you started off, you were, you were you're recording yourself. When did you start transitioning into say, well, now I'm going to learn more about the production aspect? After I already released about two of the, uh, well, it really started as a process when I was, when I, all the bands that I was playing with disintegrated, and then I just decided, well, I want to continue uh, writing music myself, so I decided to just record and write all the music myself for my first two albums, and uh, got familiar with the, with the process, even, uh, even the visual aspect of putting together the, the layouts of the music and of the visuals, like the credits and the artwork, after the second album, I was uh, in a career transition. I said, well, why don't I go to college for this? Since I know the gist of it, but I don't, there are still finer details that I don't know the nuances of. I want to just know that entirely so it doesn't inhibit me creatively. So that Where'd I you go can... to college? I went to college at International Academy of Design and Technology in Tampa. And that's kind of how I ended up in Tampa. So you weren't in Tampa when you started going to college then? I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, but uh, I, uh, I also spent about three and a half years in Northern California, which got me to uh, see a lot of the more higher end areas of uh, of California, like San Francisco, Sacramento, although I never made it down to Los Angeles the whole time I was there, which is kind of ironic when you think about it. Uh, some people travel all the way across the country just to go there. <laughs> Uh, 
This is Dr. Tommy Show. We're on with uh, Roy Stegman, and he is uh, his website is called CompleteAudioProducer.com, and it's a podcast and a blog. And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about nuts and bolts of audio production, and then uh, ways that you can learn how to do maybe some starter steps on educating yourself how to be a producer of your own podcast. This is Dr. Tommy Show. We'll be right back. Hi there. This is Dr. Tommy McElroy. You didn't go to medical school so you could fill out paperwork. Got into medicine because you wanted to help people. You want to make a difference. You want to heal and connect with your patients. Atlas MD is the EMR that will help you get to where you always wanted to go. Learn how to transition your practice to direct care and learn more about Atlas MD EMR at atlas.md. That's A-T-L-A-S dot M-D. And thank you for joining us again. This is Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I am uh, speaking with uh, uh, Roy Stegman, who is an audio producer, and he has been doing this for 20 years, and his website's called CompleteAudioProducer.com. And Roy, you know, I started doing this podcast, what was it, three months ago, and I didn't know anything about it, and I kind of, you know, learned on the fly. So one of the things that some of the people that listen here are maybe interested in podcasting, uh, there's free uh, podcasting software like Audacity. What do you think of that as a, as a means for learning at least how to record podcasts? I think it's absolutely brilliant because it doesn't cost you anything and it gives you the a means to be able to learn the fundamentals and it gets you started at no cost. What are some of the more high-end ones? Let's say if you get through Audacity and you're like, okay, I got this figured out. Now I want to have something add in a, a more professional feel. What, what are some other software programs or platforms that we could use? Well, like uh, a lot of times it gets to what kind of interface more comfortable with you but that's kind of technical but i know most of the podcasters when they are ready to upgrade from audacity a lot of them go to adobe audition mm-hmm. and some of them use you know, another program that some of them use is uh presonus studio one and another one that's uh, very popular is pro tools but that one is, uh it's more popular among music producers because mm-hmm. it's more geared towards that towards that audience, right. but you can pretty much use it for just about anything audio related. And it's uh, versatile enough that you, you won't have to worry about it. In fact, it's a huge step up when you go from audacity to some of these other DAWs like uh, pro tools and audition, Adobe audition. And Adobe audition, you can get through a subscription. If you get the uh, Adobe suite, is that included with that? Yes, it is part of the creative suite. You, uh, you have the option of having that along with the, uh, Adobe Premiere, if you plan on doing a video podcast or uh, you know, plan on uh, well, placing your podcast with video on uh, places like YouTube and Vimeo. Mm-hmm. What about, there's a pro, uh, software I was uh, told about, it was called Reaper. Have you, are you familiar with that one at all? Yes, and I highly recommend that. If you're not really sure what kind of DAW that you're, uh, that you're needing, because one of the most unique things that I thought was awesome about it is the interface is cons- entirely configurable. So say like a person's used to Pro Tools interface and not so much Adobe Audition, mm-hmm. configure it to work, work and act like Pro Tools. And then in other cases, you can have it uh, work and act like uh, Studio One and some of the other popular DAWs that are out there. And it's very affordable. Reaper was, uh, I believe it's less than $100. Absolutely. Uh, one of the other things that uh, introductory podcasters are, and, and I consider myself one of those, 
is that, you know, you can record on different microphones. There's so many different microphones. Can you give us any guidance? I'll use a, a, a Yeti, for instance. Uh, but I know Shure is another microphone, and I use a USB microphone, but you could also use one with XLR output that goes to a mixer. So what is some guidance about how, how do you select a microphone for an introductory-type podcast? Well, when it comes to comes to microphones, uh, for podcasting, I usually recommend a dynamic mic because it's much more forgiving than, say, a uh, condenser. And what I mean by forgiving is that you don't have to worry so much about the acoustics of your room that you're recording in with the dynamic as you work with the condenser. Because the condenser is sensitive enough, it will pick up everything. And that's why see. you see some of the uh, studios where they have uh, egg crate padding all, on, all over the walls because mm -hmm. the microphones are picking up a lot of the reflections. Uh, and when it, when it comes to whether to go XLR or, or uh, USB, one of the advantages that you have with XLR is that it's always going to be usable. If you stick with a USB, you're usually limited to that one device. So say like mm -hmm. you want to use more than one USB microphone, right. it will not be it gets complicated. It will uh, not only is it complicated, it is certainly beyond the ability of the technology of USB to be able to synchronize those two inputs. So that's why right. you, if you plan on using USB, it's great for when you're starting out because that's the only device that you're using. But mm -hmm. if you want to get more life out of that microphone, it's good to have uh, an XLR uh, port on it as well. So that way, if you say like you upgrade to a setup with more microphones, you can still use that one microphone. Correct. Yeah, the only way that I can use two USB microphones is if I record it on my Mac and I use a MIDI to make an aggregate device, but then it all records as one. Well, it records as two separate tracks, so you can still isolate them, but that's the only way I can't record it on uh, Windows that way. Uh, the other thing I was, uh, you know, discovering is what you were saying about is um, dynamic versus condenser is I have a Rode microphone that I also use. And the Rode microphone is dynamic, and it is when you record it, it looks like the, the the amplitude of the waves is very small. But then, if you just turn the gain up on the Audacity, it sounds like a normal uh, sounds like a normal microphone. Um, the other thing that you know, some of the things that introductory podcasting is 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 there a way that you can learn about podcasting? Uh, is there any ways that you recommend learning about podcasting, uh, either in person or is there anything online that you would recommend? Online, the best material that I've uh, uh, found online is uh, Steve Cherubino's uh, podcasting course that he has on Udemy. And I don't, I don't get any uh, affiliate things or anything like this. It's just, well, off the top of my head, the best course that I've found that's, that is more than enough to get you up and running and running well. And that's, the, that's again, Steve Cherubino's uh, podcasting course. And other hey, well, in uh, podcasting circles, he's also known as the pod father. For, for those who are, who are local in Tampa, do you offer any training yourself or, or, or podcasting expertise as far as helping people maybe take the next step forward if they're trying to launch a podcast and make it bigger? Oh, yes, absolutely. I have I provide podcasting, editing and uh, post-production services. Also, I I have uh, consulting just in case the person wants me to have one-on-one -on -one teaching with them and instructing and in, uh, basically how to ex how to do anything in podcasting production wise. I have that as well. And then how do we learn out more about how to contact you if we're interested in learning more about podcasting coaching? 
Well, if there are more interested in, uh, um, in podcasting and coaching, they can always shoot me an email at uh, the complete audio producer at Gmail, or they can also shoot an email to Roy at completeaudioproducer.com. Either one of them goes to the same inbox. Perfect. Uh, thank you for joining us today, and thank you so much for your input. And it kind of reinforced a little bit of what I knew, but it also turned me on to some different things. And I'm sure the listeners out there as well can appreciate it. Awesome, Tommy. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem. And thank you, Roy. This is Roy Stegman. He's the completeaudioproducer.com. He is a, a producer of not only podcasts, but also music. And as you could hear, he's a, a true professional. And uh, I highly encourage you to meet up with him. I met him at a uh, TBBO conference, and uh, he f- I felt like uh, right away that it was somebody that I wanted to have on the Ask Dr. Tommy show to help educate all of us. And, and for all of you out there, thank you for listening. And then if you have any questions uh, for us on the Ask Dr. Tommy show, please submit them online. And then also you can follow us on iTunes, and you can also follow us obviously on AskDrTommy.com. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more show news and information, go to AskDrTommy.com. And be sure to follow Dr. Tommy on Facebook at Echelon Health and on Twitter at Tampa Direct Care. To learn more about Echelon Health Concierge Medicine Practice, visit Echelon Health online at TampaDirectCare.com.